Welcome back to our fourth annual Women in Science History Podcast, 24 Women of STEMmas Trivia. <laughs> it's a long name. Woo! The best part of the year. Yeah, we in my opinion. I agree. We we come together, we remember <laughs> the women that we've covered in the past. We for, remember the women we forgot that we covered in the past. Yeah, exactly. Oh, this year is ex- especially tough because there were quite because we're like including some older, um, some people we covered a long time ago to make twenty four questions, yeah. right? And wow, going back into the archives, I was just like, I forgot about this person who's amazing, mm-hmm. but. It's been a while for some of these ladies. Yeah, this year, because we only covered about 10 to 12 ladies, because we did it more on a monthly basis and took the summer off, we had to go back into the archives. Um, So anyone is fair game, essentially. We're going to cover all the women that we covered this year, and then everybody else is fair game to be asked. So I don't know how well we're going to do. But that's fine. <laughs> oh, boy. I got to pull up my cheat sheet. That's for yes. sure. So I'm going to, if you want to play along, we will have the cheat sheet up on Twitter. Uh, and maybe on our website. I don't know. There'll be ways for you to find it. Maybe we can post it on Twitter yep. and then put the link to that in yeah, podcast bio. Perfect. Let's do that. Perfect. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> All right. We've- By the time this comes out, that will be a yes. thing. <laughs> All right. Okay, Emlyn. Should we get started? I think so. I am. I am very excited and scared. Also, do you have any um, easy ones or ones you want to start with or challenging ones to start with? You know, um, whatever. Hmm. How do I want to start? Okay, I have a really easy. Okay, yeah, let's ease us into it because just because. And I think everybody, everybody should know this one. Okay, not you don't even have to be an avid listener. I think everyone should know this. Okay, are you ready? I'm I'm ready, but now I'm scared. I'm going to get it wrong. No, I don't (laughs) think you will. I put this in, like, I don't even know what else to ask, and I'm pretty sure it's probably been a trivia question before. That's fine. Okay. So, this is number one. Having fun? Um, The most fun. Yes. Yeah, the most fun. We're rhyming. It's happening again. We're sorry. Like, I bet there'll be a lot of the same rhymes, okay? <laughs> yes. There's not almost nothing that rhymes with seven or 11, yeah. FYI. Okay. Who is the only person to ever win two Nobel Prizes, one in physics and one in chemistry. Marie Curie! Yeah. Okay, good, good. 
I, I was sweating yeah, on that Marie one. Marie Curie. She, um, so lots of people have won like a Nobel Peace Prize and maybe something else, you know, but um, maybe not, not even lots, but <laughs> you know what? We're, I'm already off. This is a mess. Okay. You, you do the next question, Emily. Right. So. I promise I'll get it together. No, I love it. Okay. Number two, I love you. Aw, thank you. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Okay. Yeah, I lo- um, love you too. Perfect. Um, okay. Hertha Ayrton was an electrical engineer, inventor, and activist who constantly broke down barriers, including being the first member of the Institute of Electrical Engineers and the first woman to receive the Hughes Prize for the Royal Society. She also was a great friend to another female, fe- famous female scientist and even hid her during a particularly bad scandal. Who is Hertha's friend? Okay, wait. Oh, I know this. Oof. Was it Marie Curie? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Marie's done. She's done. She's got wow, her two questions. Two in a row. Two in a row. Wow, wow, wow. I was like, it can't be, but it was the first name that came to mind. So I just needed to be more confident. You killed it. All right. You're a rock star. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. you. Okay, question three. I'm full of glee. Excellent. Okay, this one might be a little bit harder because it's from one of the short stories that I did, which you were not a part of. (laughs) Okay, so here's a short story question. Uh, Jimena Quiros was hired as Spain's first what? And if you need a hint, let me know. Spain. Mm-hmm. Hmm. She was Spain's first. She was hired to an institute in Spain, like the first person hired to the institute when it opened. Oh. Can I get another hint? Um, I think like <laughs> waves and geography. Waves and geography. And water. <laughs> water turbines? <laughs> no. She was hired to be Spain's first water turbine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, water turbine engineer. No, no. Okay. I'll give you the answer, and I totally, it's meant to just be like, uh, you can just guess, because it was a short story. You weren't there. I'm, I will not hold this against you. Uh-oh. She was hired as the first scientist to Spain's Institute of Oceanography. Ah, uh, that makes so more the, sense. their first oceanographer. That's yeah. cool. I should go back and listen yeah. to that one. <laughs> It's okay, Emlyn. Thank you. Thank you. You can't get them all right. No, no. Okay. Question four. 
Let's have some more. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, all right. So question four. Bessie Blount Griffin was a physical therapist who invented devices that could assist veterans and the disabled to feed themselves unassisted. Later in her life, she changed careers completely and did what? Handwriting analysis? Yes, yeah. So she became a forensic scientist focused on handwriting. And she got trained at Scotland Yard and worked for a variety of different police departments. That's right, yeah. Yeah, that was a fun story. I like that a lot. Cool. Good job. Okay. Number five. Let's go for a drive to um to the fifth question. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, okay. This one is you got to figure out the name. Okay. 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 I've got my sheet up. I'm ready. Yeah, this one you'll need the cheat sheet for. So, but it's from this year if that's any help. It mildly, okay? yes. Okay, so which botanist is nicknamed the Queen of Cacti, or maybe this is a hint, La Reina de los Cactus? Is it um, Helia Bravo Holus? Yeah, yes. Yay! Yes, so she was a botanist in Mexico, discovered a lot of different cacti, has a few cacti gardens named after her. Um, Yeah. Very cool. I kill every cacti I look at, so very envious. Yeah. You'd think they'd be easy, but they're not. No. (laughs) Yeah, they're not. Um, Number six... Let's pick up sticks and yes, get to move on. All right. This scientist was an anthropologist and archaeologist of Seneca and Abenaki descent. During her life, she worked in the circus, was kidnapped, discovered the oldest human artifacts in North America for the time, and advocated for fair representation of indigenous peoples in film. Who is she? I know this. I know it when I see it. Ooh. Bertha. I want to say Bertha Cody. But I don't know. I don't think that's her whole name. I don't see her on the thing. Is she not on here? I failed you? I mean, I failed myself. No. I mean, you can remember her name without having... How'd this happen? Yeah, it's it's Bertha Parker. I don't know where she went. Bertha Parker. But I'm gonna count that as a win. Yeah. I will I will fix this Thanks. for all y'all out in the world. <laughs> It'll be she will be on there when I upload it. Yeah, I forgot that her 
her the name for most of her life, I think, was Bertha Parker, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's yeah, okay. her married name, but I don't remember. Yeah. Good job. Ooh, okay. Okay. That was tough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ex- an extra layer sec. of tough. Give me a sec. Okay. Um. So number seven. I always somehow I'm always on these and I never know what to rhyme. Okay, number seven. What rhymes with seven besides heaven? Um, I'm gonna go eleven. Some bread after this. Oh yes, (laughs) this bread I shall leaven. Okay. Marietta Blau engineered a specific technique for photographing cosmic rays, and she used it to discover a new phenomenon called disintegration stars. Okay, I just realized now that this question's really difficult. (laughs) I always write these... I always write these while I'm looking at my old notes, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember now. But then I realize when I ask them that they're extremely difficult. Okay. So the original question is, what was the technique, um, the name of the technique that she refined and used in her work? But I'm going to give you the hint immediately because I think it's necessary. Okay, thank you. So my hint, my hint for this, um, technique she used to photograph cosmic rays is that mayonnaise and salad dressings are a kind of this thing, but in food form. Mm, emulsion technologies. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> What is it called? Yes. There were nuclear emulsions. Yeah, I would have never gotten that in my life. I know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I was no. like reading it and I'm like, A, it's too long. And B, it's like, who would ever remember this? I didn't remember <laughs> this. <laughs> we have to have different levels of challenge, um, you know? Yeah. They can't be all she designed- softballs. Yeah. <laughs> she used something like... I think it was a technique called photographic emulsion, and she kind of, like, configured it for detecting nuclear rays to use in uh, particle detection. Mm-hmm. So now we all remember that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Eight is great. And Always. so is this lady. Yes. All right. This scientist studied salamander anatomy and the evolution of salamander traits, wrote the book titled The Morphology of Amphibian Metamorphosis, and had the Blue Ridge two-lined salamander named after her. Who is she? All right. I definitely know this one. It was Inez Whipple Wilder. Yes, because she has the best name of all time. Oof. Yeah. I had to use a list, but the second I saw it, it, I knew it. Nice. Okay. Number nine. Number nine. It's a sign. 
All right. Of something. Um, okay, okay. So this is an oldie, mm. but I tried to make it not too hard. It's not as hard as the last question. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Margaret Collins was a child prodigy scientist and civil rights activist that studied what social insect? Termites. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Yay. Exactly. Yeah, she was the termite expert. Yeah, she was the termite lady. Yeah. All right. Ten. Let's begin. It's a slant rhyme. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it works. Yeah. Enough. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Jesse. Jesse Isabel Price was a bacteriologist and infectious disease biologist that developed vaccines for a highly infectious bacterial pathogen in what taxa? I know this. It was ducks. Ducks! Quack, quack. Quack, quack. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, she was great. Okay. Number 11. Oh, look, my bread is 11. <laughs> Great. So that's just going to be what I use for all of this. Um, okay, okay. Let's see, let's see, let's see who we got. Okay, so this is probably my most recent, I think, story. So physicist Deborah Jin discovered how many new types of quantum matter. Three. Two. Only two. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I overestimated. Uh, What were Uh, they again? There's only like six types of matter. And she (laughs) discovered two. Two's not very impressive, though. They were... They were very complicated, but I did write them down um, because I would not remember off the top of my head. One was a fermionic condensate. Yes, yes. Remember that? Oh, I do words. remember that and good time. The other one was a quantum gas of ultra cold polar molecules. <laughs> What if I'd asked you what types of matter did you ask? I would have just like ended here. I know, yeah. I don't know why I do this to us. No, that that, that was a fine question. How many? It's totally okay, reasonable. Yeah, yeah exactly. What exactly. they are called, not reasonable. <laughs> no, no, not not at all. <laughs> all right. Uh we're on twelve. This is twelve. All right, this is 12, let's not shelve it for later, let's do it now. No, do it now. Do it now. All right. Uh, Janaki Amal used her knowledge to improve India's agricultural independence, worked to decolonize science in India, and fought to preserve India's botanical diversity. To improve India's agricultural independence, she helped create hybrids of this plant that could thrive in India. I want to say sugar cane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. 
Oh, yeah, You're killing it. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, I did not review either. You're still so killing this it. This is like, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Um, number 13. Let's go to the movies. <laughs> yeah. We're going to the movies. Okay. And I made it rhyme with teen. Love it. <laughs> Okay, I got another old one. So, oh, which? Okay, so this is a name, so you're going to need the list, potentially. I got it. I'm on it. Which British aeronautical engineer was also an avid motorcycle racer? Beatrice Tilly Schilling. Yeah. Hey. Yes. Do you mind if I get with some more wine? No, no. Go for it. Okay, I'll be right back. I am back in my cave. Woo! All right, let's do it. Wait, so where you did thirteen, cool. right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Ah, it's hot, hot wine. Okay, sorry. Uh, this is an oldie, but a goodie. So 14. Oh, we're back at the teens. 14. I know. Let's. This is where we always have trouble. With the rhyming. 14. Let's not be mean to this lady we're about to talk about. Yeah. Okay. I hope not. No, don't be mean to Joan Clark. Because Joan Clark was a cryptanalyst at Bletchley Park during World War II, whose job was to break ciphers and decode messages being sent by the Germans to their U-boats in real time. Although she spoke no other languages, her job title was actually linguist. Why? Oh, because um, because women weren't allowed to be cryptanalysts. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So yes, the title of cryptanalyst was reserved for men, and there was no protocols in place for making Boo. a female a cryptanalyst. So they were like, "Well, Boo. we'll just hire you as a linguist, or we'll we'll upgrade you to a, a linguist." So. Okay, but for real, what <laughs> protocol needs to be in place? Well, yeah, why is it so difficult to be like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, I, I know. There doesn't need to be a protocol. <laughs> also, shouldn't there be a protocol for not having people be called linguists that speak no other languages? Yeah. Why is right. that a protocol you don't have? Some kind of test. Do you speak more than one language, for instance? <laughs> Oof, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's making things so complicated. Oh, they are. All right. Number 15, coming in clean. Excellent. I love a good clean question. Is that that a saying? And now it is. Uh, Okay. In her, so this is also a recent one from this year. In her work with the Census Bureau, Edna Paisano found that Native American populations, and this is a a choose one. Okay, okay. Ooh, a choose your own adventure. 
Yeah. Well, not really. Like, choose your own adventure where some of <laughs> your choices are an wrong. Adventure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she found that Native American populations were regularly A, overcounted, B, undercounted, or C, counted correctly. I'm going to say undercounted. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. She spent her career trying to fix survey methods and census outreach procedures, as well as uh, develop new models and statistics to infer population sizes. So Awesome. Very important. Very needed. Yeah, very undercounted. Good job. Good job. Good job. All right, this is my last new one. 16, let's mix teens up. Get them into new things. Expand their horizons from this year. Okay. So, all right, Annie Dodge Waneka was a Navajo Mm -hmm. community leader and public health official that helped control the tuberculosis epidemic on the Navajo Reservation. Her interest in health and disease mitigation stemmed from experiencing what disease run through her school as a child. Oh, man. Okay. It's not tuberculosis because that's the one she later. It was um, the Spanish flu. Yes. And a a bonus point, if you can say what other traumatic thing happened to her as a child that... Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Her her mom left her with her sister, and they told her her sister, her aunt was actually her mom. Yes, I guess that's also another traumatic one. But that's not the thing you're referring to. This involves travel. Oh, the train crash. Yes. Yeah, oh I should have been gosh, more specific. Her life is crazy. <laughs> We've only talked about the first half of her life, and it's insane already. I know. Yes, like, I will get of. that second part yeah. for our, it will be our first episode of the yeah. New Year's. Yeah, yeah. We wanted to do our, our regular X yes. episode. Yeah, we can't, we can't delay this. This is, uh, okay, yeah. this is, sev- now we're on 17. Okay. Um, leaven the bread to eat in the teens. To eat the teens. Please nope. don't eat the teens. Leaven the bread <laughs> for the teens. Okay. Yes, thank you. <laughs> eat the bread, not the teens. <laughs> All right, Emlyn, this is my other short story. <laughs> okay, please tell me. Take me on a trip. Okay. So, this is, um, so Geraldine Pittman Woods got her PhD in neuroembryology, and then took a slight hiatus from science. 25 years later, she started volunteering in and eventually became politically involved in what field? Oh, my God. Why am I so bad at this? So she was neuroembryologist. Um, she didn't go back into the lab, 
but she became involved in with science in another capacity. Was she do advocating for like equitable <laughs> like mm-hmm. diversity mm-hmm. in science? Go on. Yes, yes. So after spending 25 years, you know, working at home, Mm -hmm. raising a family, she became involved in a lot of organizations. And then um, I think at the NIH, she joined committees that were – the whole aim was to create better science education and research facilities for minority students. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. I don't know why I don't remember this, but I – I love it. It was kind of like a, a different story, which is why it was one of the short stories. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's a little different than yeah. a lot of our, the people we talk about. Yeah. All right. Uh, so now I'm, I'm in oldies. So who knows? Okay. Mm-hmm. Who knows who mm-hmm. it could be? All right. This is really going to test my memory. Exactly. I'll start with a softball. So 18... I ate some of that teen's bread. No. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was really scared. I love that these, like, really rhymes scared. have no, not a single thing to do with Christmas. <laughs> what rhymes with Christmas? Like, what number rhymes with Christmas? <laughs> well, I don't mean the word. I just mean the... Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll try to think of something for 19. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. But you, yeah, you have to go. For- All right. 18. So the recent movie called Ammonite featuring Kate Winslet and, <gasps> oh no, Sor- Sorcy? I don't know how to say her name. Sorcy Ronan. Uh, I've never known. Yeah. Was about what? I think that's right. What Steminist? All right, I know this one because it's our first ever episode all about Mary Ann in our theme song. Yes. Yeah. Yay. My fave. She's the best. She's still the best. She still is. I mean, no. She's pretty good. They're all good. They're all great. I I take it back. I just love her. I still haven't watched this movie, but I feel like it's just going to make me angry. Yeah, me too. There was like an interview with her family or like, you know, like descendants of her family. And they were like, yeah, I don't know why they decided to make her lesbian. There's no evidence of this. Her <laughs> life was pretty cool as is without this. Yeah, which is just like, I don't know. It's either make it about like lesbian scientists or make it about a real person. Yeah, But don't like. You know, like, it's just weird to, like, put that on, like, make it semi-autobiographical. But also very fictional. Thing that's, like, yeah. yeah, very weird. Anyway. But good job. Okay. I got another oldie. Okay. I got an oldie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Question 19. So, got a rhyme with Christmas. 19. Hmm. Cookie tin? That's kind of right. <laughs> yes. With 19? 
<laughs> okay, you think of something better. Okay, all right. Um, the see, it's uh, not that easy. The North Star had a nice glean. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. So, so this is an oldie. Um, Dr. Pearl Kendrick, Dr. Grace Eldreen, and Loney Clinton Gordon created the first widely used vaccine for which disease? I think like 30s, 40s. Is it pertussis? Yes, yeah, the whooping cough. Yeah, yeah. They uh, they started the trials in 1934, and by 1940, it was widely available throughout the U.S. That was one of our first pandemic episodes. That was so good. But also, aren't you glad it's not hasn't taken six years for us to develop? Like, it's just amazing how fast we've. Yeah, I, it would be so sad yes. to be waiting for a vaccine. For six years. It, that's very for, fast still yeah, for them. Exactly. But like. Right. That's a lot of my life to be yeah. hiding. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. It's. I would. Yeah. When I read that, I was like, wow, they really have gotten this COVID vaccine out very, very quickly. So, so quickly. In the scheme of life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doesn't feel fast enough, but, you know, it it really mm-hmm. is. Um in actuality. <sighs> Anyways. <laughs> I'm going to get sad. Yeah. <laughs> like, just thinking about life now. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, oh, gosh. Can't get... Can't go down that mm-hmm. road. <laughs> 20. 20. Give me a venti Christmas frappuccino from Starbucks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sure. Sure. All right. So Eunice Foote, who was essentially forgotten by science for quite a long time, was recently discovered to be the first person to describe what phenomenon? Okay, so COVID is my second least favorite phenomenon. (laughs) (laughs) And my first least favorite phenomenon that she discovered is climate change. Yes, yes. So specifically global warming is what she discovered. So Eunice ran these experiments demonstrating how the sun's rays interacted with different gases, including CO2. Right. And she found that the highest effect of the sun's rays... Um, were on the carbon dioxide glass and that the receiver containing the gas became itself much heated, very uh, sensibly more so than the other. And on being removed, it was many times as long to cool. So she then further uh, theorized that increasing CO2 could cause global warming of the Earth's atmosphere. So very, very cool. But long forgotten. We're like... Is it happening? <laughs> well, that's it. That's, yeah. Is COVID yeah, happening? Anyway. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, she was really cool. Okay, so this is question 21. We're finally having fun. <laughs> it's been, it's been brutal the whole time. Question one. <laughs> 
Just kidding. It's all been fun. All right. So, Japanese cytologist Kono Yasui spent a lot of time collecting samples for her studies in what types of minds? Oh, oh, she studied stuff on coal mines. Yeah, yep. Okay. Coal mines. Yep. Um, she would collect coal from mines uh, to study what types of plants it had formed from in order to look at plant evolution. Very cool. I remember phylogenes. really liking this episode. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she was really cool. All right. This is 22. It's time for you to answer this question. Yeah. All right. Jane C. Wright was a cancer researcher and surgeon who co-founded the American Society of Clinical Oncology. Oh, okay. Dr. Wright revolutionized Mm -hmm. cancer research through her contributions towards what aspect of, like, oncology? Okay, I remember because, yes, I think I remember, was it viral, like, cancers that are transmitted by viruses? No, so it's a um, way to fight cancer. So if you you get diagnosed with cancer, you'll probably have to do this. Oh, she discovered radiation. Not no. well, chemical, <laughs> not radiation. Okay, just tell me <laughs> chemotherapy. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Yep. Shoot, damn. But yeah, so she oh, was like one of the four, the the early, early scientists doing work yeah. on chemotherapy. That's right. Sarah Stewart did viruses and cancer. Yes, yes. Sarah Elizabeth That's, Stewart. Yes. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, and Jane Cook, right, did chemotherapy. Yeah. Okay. I got this. All right. <sighs> okay. This is my last question. Okay, so this is question 23. <laughs> That's like ho, 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 but like a slightly evil Santa. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> exactly. All right. Evil Santa. Love it. All right. Okay, so Emily. Yes. You just sent me some very beautiful gem glass popcorn. I did. (laughs) That you grew, and I'm very excited to eat. Um, Okay. And when I saw it, and whenever I see really colorful corn, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think of the cytogeneticist that discovered – this is an oldie, by the way. Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. discovered transposable elements – by studying corn that had mottled or striped kernel colors. And do you remember who this geneticist is? It's Barbara McClintock. Yeah, the Nobel Prize winner for her discovery of transposable elements, jumping genes. So cool. Um, And she studied corn. Yeah. Yeah, so... I love seeing colorful colorful corn and corn with, like, speckles mm-hmm. and just being like, yeah, Barbara McClintock figured that out. Yeah, it's so cool. 
Yeah, I love. I liked yeah. growing corn. It was fun. It was easier than I thought. Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense why it's like grown in mass. Yeah, but so pretty. Yeah, I think sometimes garden container corn is a little sad, but I think farm corn is. Yeah, yeah, I think it requires like really consistent watering, and so like mm-hmm. I had that like good water system. So yeah. All right. This is mm-hmm. question twenty four. And there shall be no more. Yeah, this is that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to read you a quote about this scientist written from her biographer. And I want you to identify who they're talking about. Okay. X's contributions often have been treated by historians as an interesting side note to the main pathway of events of her time the study of systematics, and the taxonomic organization of organisms. A more accurate view of X's work would be to see it as a significant tributary feeding into a growing stream of knowledge and one whose presence altered the course of the mainstream by introducing ecological content. By illuminating interactions among organisms and painting communities, X demonstrated that nature is most interesting when viewed outside of confining little boxes of collections and categories. I got this. The painting, especially, Uh I think. Um, This was Maria Sabia Mary. Yes! Woo, 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 woo. Yay! Awesome. Yeah. Okay, Emlyn, can you hold on a sec? Uh huh. (laughs) I just heard. I think I heard one of the cats break something. Are you like. I don't know where. Yeah. Goddess, what happened? <laughs> oh, who did this? <laughs> Goddess. <laughs> okay. I heard you'll probably hear it in the recording. I heard something fall and break, and I texted Alex, and then um, he's in the other room with his headphones on. But I heard like one of the cats playing with it, so I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> I was like, I gotta go make sure they're not cutting up their feet. Yeah. But it was like a a candle, so it's not it wasn't glass, so I don't hopefully isn't that bad. But Luna got anyway. I I went into the room by the Christmas presents and Luna had picked the one like I, I get my mom like felt Christmas tree ornaments and it was all wrapped yeah. and Luna could tell which one look was like something that oh. might be a toy and opened it and started trying to like eat of course oh my gosh pets yeah they're cuties they just know i know yeah, i know they just know all right perf well uh i think we did right. pretty right. good considering we haven't reviewed and there's now like 80 names on this list yeah pretty insane yeah yeah for sure i'm definitely proud of us it's fun Um, looking at how many people we've covered because we didn't cover that many people this year but you like look at how many people we've covered and it's like this is a lot of scientists like a lot of really fun stories and i have a hard time finding new people too yeah which is i mean but there's still so many more you know like i don't know yeah there's there's so many we haven't mm-hmm. yeah the, pro- the the big problem is not that there aren't more 
women who have contributed, it's that they haven't had enough information about them for us to do like a full yeah. story. Um, right. There's or not much a of lot an of interesting biography. story. I mean, in general. Yeah. Yeah. In general, there aren't a lot of biographies of scientists, you know, and then there especially aren't a lot of biographies of women in science. Yeah. So we do what we can. We do. all. We're doing the best we can. But it's so fun. I, lo- I love our, our <laughs> yeah. holiday trivia. It's like one of my faves. Wow. Alex is vacuuming. <laughs> all right. Okay. I think we have to wrap it <laughs> yeah. up. Before any more pets break any more things. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Okay. <laughs> uh, we love that you guys support us, and we hope you have a great holidays, whether it's Christmas or whatever. Yes. Hope you take a break. And we will be back um, at the beginning of January to do the second part of Annie Dodge Winneka. Um, and we're excited uh, for next year. Yeah. Have a happy holiday. Happy New Year, everyone. Stay safe. Indeed. Uh, check out caitlin friesen's art oh yes all our artwork yep <laughs> and thanks our to songs by artichoke yep. yeah yep thanks everybody see you next time all right oh and as Whoa. always <laughs> i almost forgot <laughs> oh my god see as you always next time <laughs> uh, as always go, go stimulate yourself stimulate yourself all right bye, bye. 